0: Harrison Agents, to buy, sell, or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. No
1: screen yet. Just dribbling the clock out. They're going to waste as much as they can. Big Vay Fake handoff. noise said, where'd you go? Big Vay said, bang, two-hander. That should be the nail in the coffin. That'd be it. You'd think that's all she wrote.
0: Well, what an exciting afternoon of basketball it was. A really slow, low scoring start to the game at John Kane Arena yesterday between the Jack Jumpers and Melbourne United, but it heated up, Timmy, as it went on. Well, Milton did. Oh, didn't he? What? The Doyler. What's his nickname? Backing Milt. 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 Uh, Milt. Milt. Uh, after, after a ripping game Friday night, too, uh, from him personally. Backed it up beautifully, as did the team, to get our second win of the season. We had a, a really tough start. Perth, as we said, off the top of the show. Over there, very hard to win. Only went down by the six points. Come back home, beat the reigning champs on our home court, and then go to Melbourne a day later or two days later and get the job done against Melbourne United, who are one of the toughest teams in the comp. You, you're taking two out of three
2: every day of the week, aren't you?
0: Absolutely.
2: The only way that could have possibly got tougher is if we played Sydney away.
0: Yep. But the, are they three best teams? Just about, Close I to. As Scott Roth said all along, there's no easy games in the NBA anymore. There really isn't. Even Illawarra obviously had a win on the weekend. They were pretty easy beats the last few years, but they'll be good. What um, about our record at John Kane? Unbelievable. I've been to a lot of those as well. Home away from home.
2: I, wonder, I didn't obviously didn't watch. Did you watch? I had to of course I with the uh, ICC rulings. You actually have to hand your phone in. Oh, you so battle could, with that. I, could, I couldn't even run in and check the scores. <laughs> you would battle with that. I was the same with the cricket when oh, we were hearing all this stuff about Jake Fraser. We couldn't watch it. Yeah. Um, but in Melbourne, there are a lot of Tasmanians. Yep. So do they? Do we get support there? Definitely. Or, or yeah. Do we just match up well against United? Like. I remember going there. I think you were there the night. Yeah, we were there the together. Whole, half our cricket team went mm-hmm. and we won that night. Actually, that was Milton as well. Remember?
0: Oh, that was Came Josh from Adams, nowhere. Wasn't it? No. Nah. Wasn't it season one? No, last sure. year. Was it? Okay. He just took over the game the last five minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, I, uh, there's certainly, definitely uh, pockets of Tasmanian supporters there, but in a, in a venue of 15,000... They're not hugely there, but the support's definitely there. You're right. There's a lot of expats over there that go to the basketball. One man that was there yesterday was the assistant coach, Jack Fleming, who's been good enough to join us on SEN Tassie Breakfast this morning. G'day, Jack.
1: Morning, Dents. How are we doing?
0: We're flying, mate. Not as much as you and your team, though. Uh, You must be waking up this morning pretty happy to be two wins out of three games to start the season, particularly given how tough it's been with the, the teams you've come up against.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We had a massive test, obviously, with those first three games, being Perth, Sydney and Melbourne. So to come out the other side 2-1 and one, and uh, finish with a win on the road is is huge and um, should build great confidence in the group. So, yeah, we'll take it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Now, we've all been marvelling at Milton Doyle this morning. As a, as a coach, you must have great confidence in having a guy like that on the court that you can give the ball to in clutch situations.
1: Definitely. Um, more so than anything, just his his temperament and ability to to play at his own pace and uh, his teammates backed him to give him space. And we thought we had some pretty good looks in the first half that but, but didn't drop. And um, yeah, the ball fell in our favour, but he was he was excellent. And um, yeah, that's why we've got him for two years.
2: What, what's he like, mate? What's his personality? He's obviously really calm and, and clear and can think his way through, you know, tough situations, but... Um, what, what's it, what's a personality trait that makes him, you know, the the outstanding player that he is?
1: Yeah, he's obviously highly highly intelligent and a, a basketball brain, and never gets too flustered. And I think that that empowers others to to remain the same. But he also puts great trust in his teammates to shoot the ball with confidence and um, go out there and back himself. So I think the combination of of those two things puts us in in a good spot in close games. You might not always out the other side and we probably didn't deserve to in the first half but it does put you in a good position where you can trust that um you've got five guys there who are playing with confidence and playing behind one guy
2: yeah is he is he a vocal kind of leader or is he more through his actions
1: uh i wouldn't say so i think he leads through one-on-one conversations and obviously through his actions on the floor but he's not someone to scream and holler in the locker room he's one to just put his head down and Get his job, and since Scott's been here, it's all, always been about uh, humility, and he really he really leads that through how he uh, how he behaves and acts.
0: We saw Milt make the All NBL first team last year. Jack, do you think? And I know, speaking to him, um, he can go to another level this year. I suppose it was his first year in the comp last year, but now he knows what to expect, uh, and he started the season in electric fashion as well. Do you think he can go to another level in NBL twenty four?
1: Definitely. We see him as somebody just like any of our players who's got who's got great growth. He's shot the three at 41% in Turkey after he left us, which was almost a career high. So we feel that that part of his game can, can continue to grow and other areas as well. So we definitely don't feel like he's anywhere close to his ceiling.
2: How have the other imports fitted in the first three games?
1: Yeah, I think it's always a, there's always that seven to 10 game period where they're they're getting a feel for it obviously Marcus was here in a little different situation last year with Melbourne but they're both getting more and more comfortable with our style of play and and what we expect from them so we expect to see them continue to improve and while Marcus has had some challenges with style trouble and whatnot he was massive for us defensively at different periods of time uh, yesterday in the game and then JC kept us ticking over in the first half and um, started our pace and was getting the ball into the paint. So, yeah, we look forward to continue to see both of those guys improve and grow.
0: He started really well yesterday, Jordan Crawford, and can't underestimate the role he played. I wanted to ask you about Marcus and his foul trouble we've seen the last few games. Uh, as you say, he's such a, a good defensive player, but how do you get that fine line, I suppose, where he's not getting himself into foul trouble?
1: Yeah, I think it's a it's a balance. He's definitely learning a new system where he's probably more physical and aggressive and asserting himself more than he has in the past. So that's a that's an adjustment period, and we've got to play to his strengths at different times and keep him at the basket. And then the other part of it is just his his discipline under fatigue. You know, you've got to trust that he's six eleven, and <laughs> most guys aren't usually going to make shots if you're disciplined enough to. To wall up and be vertical, so I think it's partially system and then partially on his point. So we'll work together to, to get around it.
2: We've got uh, Illawarra, Illawarra coming up on Thursday night. What what threats do they give the Jack Jumpers? That's the first part of the question. And secondly, have we got a backboard ready to go, just in case again?
1: <laughs> I don't know if we have the backup backup backboard. So well, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully no uh, no extra dunks old Fab in the warm-up, so I think that's probably the answer there. Illawarra, a lot of um, scoring firepower and play at an extremely high pace, somewhat similar to Sydney. Um, they've got some very talented imports who can put on a lot of points, so we've got to make sure that we slow them down and, and keep them in the half court and then defend the three-point line very well with uh, Harvey and Robinson, so that's going to be really important that we get the game on our terms, which we felt we did a reasonable job of, especially in the Sydney game.
0: What about the hectic schedule, Jack? And we're talking to Jack Fleming, the assistant coach at the Jack Jumpers here on SEN Tassie Breakfast. You had uh, a game on Friday night, straight to Melbourne, and a game yesterday, then back here for another pretty quick turnaround on Thursday night. Um, Recovery's um, really important in this little period, I
1: suppose. Absolutely. The uh, boys got a well-deserved day off, and I think most of them will be heading to the beach and getting their their body in the water and um, just having a well-deserved rest, so... That's going to be important. We haven't got a lot of practice time, obviously, in the month of October, so we've got to use our walkthroughs and our video wisely to try and educate and prepare in uh, short turnarounds, but it means uh, more games and less practice, so nobody's complaining about that.
2: Yeah, and Jared Weeks was a a fan favourite the last couple of years. How's his transition into the coaching setup been?
1: He's been fantastic. As a player, he was always a brilliant voice uh, for the guys in terms of educating and he led that, that bench and how the boys behaved on there as well. So, yeah, it's been great to have him back and he's uh, settling into the role really, really well and going to be ex- exciting coach for the future of the NBL.
0: As we let you go, Jack, I want to ask you about John Kane Arena. Why do we love it so much there? Is it a coincidence or do you guys talk about your love of playing at the venue? Because you've had some success there in recent years.
1: Yeah, we, we don't really... We don't really talk about it. I think that um, especially United, they have a physical style of play that is probably similar to us and, and suits us. But to be honest, it's just, just another game. It just appears that the small sample size of a couple of years, we've, we've probably had the wood over um, both those teams in the past. But in, in general, we just, we just go and play and get ready to go. But yeah, we're more than happy to keep playing there at the moment. <laughs>
2: Jack, we've had a little discussion this morning on the show about providing each other with a bit of three hundred and sixty feedback. Have you got anything from the playing group or the organisation on Brent and how he's been running um, the announcing at the court on game night? <laughs> Careful, Jack.
1: I haven't got any on the uh, on the court announcement, but Brent was. Uh... He was more than willing to give up his time to help us with our media training last week. Oh, so, was he? If you watch Did the you? press conferences of uh, of our boys and Scott Roth, just look out to see if they've taken any tips from it. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> well, I haven't seen any head bobbles from them yet, so we'll, I'll keep an eye on it, though.
0: Uh, good. Thanks for bringing that up, Jack. I'll just hear about that for the rest of the show Yeah, That's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks thanks for joining us, mate. Uh, good luck Thursday night against the Hawks, and we'll talk to you soon on SE and Tassie Breakfast.
1: Thanks, guys. Talk soon. Cheers, Have a good Jack. day. Cheers, Jack.
0: Very nice. Uh, there he goes. Jack Fleming. Quick text in here. Uh, boys, have the Jackies got the imports right? Two out of three. Lee, foul-prone, hands in the cookie jar. What are the coaches <laughs> in the doing jar. about it? Ask Jack Fleming. We did ask about the foul trouble for Marcus Lee. When is Magne back? Well, he's back in a couple of weeks, we hope. Uh, and that's from Andy on the text. Thank you, Andy. Hopefully your questions were answered there with Jack Fleming. He was very good. Very, very But the good. biggest thing to come
2: out of it, is, I didn't realize you were now a media coach as well.
0: Uh, well, just just went down to, they just asked me down to... Uh, well,
2: mate, I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm struggling with the live
0: reads. And <laughs> one stage, if you said, Tim, I this is how I do it, this down, is how you go about it. Concentrate. I I tried my best. There's only only so much you can work with. (laughs) You're a bit of a lost cause. (laughs) We're going to get to a break. On the other side of it, we're going to talk to the Tasmanian Tigers captain, Jordan Silk, after a record-breaking day in Adelaide yesterday. That's after this on SEN Tassie Breakfast.